0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. My dad has taught me about generosity, curiosity, and the value of a good spreadsheet. What has your dad taught you? Author Claire Halliday has compiled a book of well known Australians talking about their dads. It's called Things My Father Taught Me, and she's in the studio now. Hi, Claire, how are you? Thanks for having me. Why did you want to write this book?
1: Well, it began last year with a book called Things My Mother Taught Me. And the inspiration for that was because I'm adopted. I was one of many thousands of babies that was given up for adoption back in the late 60s when it was the fashion, when people hadn't quite caught on to the pill and how it worked, I guess. (laughs) And... um, with being adopted, there's sort of a yearning inside you once I found out I was adopted, to find out where you come from. And so with that, as I went on that journey, the whole idea about you know how I became the person I am today is something that sort of stuck with me. Was I made by my environment or was I made by genetics that I don't even know? And now that I'm a mum of four kids myself, I can look downwards towards my children and see that they take after me, but I can't look backwards and see where I sort of started, I guess. So it was just that idea of thinking about how my children might remember me, how how the impact that I've had on them and the impact that my
0: legacy, my history has had on me. And was the process similar? I mean, mums and dads, they... They do hold different places in our hearts in a way. Was it a similar process that you went through with the things my mother taught me? It's the
1: same sort of concept where I go out and I speak to some well-known Australians and I interview them about, in that case, their relationship with their mum. And in my new book, their relationship with their dad, it is a different relationship. It's different for a lot of reasons. I think generationally, there's some people in the book who were growing up in the 40s and 50s, and so their memories of their dad is typically as a sort of distant character Strict, the disciplinarian of the family. Whereas I spoke to somebody like Anthony Kalia, whose dad had him quite young, and he's only in his 30s, I guess. And he's got a really close friendship with his dad. They go out and, you know, drink cocktails together and and have fun (laughs) together. And that didn't happen for some of the older people in the book because their dad would never have been that person that they went and partied with. So times have changed.
0: How did you choose which well-known Australians to speak with? Because not everyone's public about what their relationship was like with their father. And how did you know what kind of um, patchwork quilt to bring together in a way?
1: There were a few stories that I was aware of a little bit. Joe Hildebrand, for example, has a really interesting and complex relationship with his dad. and They're pretty much estranged now, but he grew up with a dad who was really emotionally mature and irresponsible. And I'd heard him talk about that before because he's written his own book in the past. So I knew I wanted stories like that that weren't all happy. There's another radio host in Melbourne called Jo Stanley and her dad died when she was four years old. And I'd read that in an article before. So I thought that would be a good story because it's about the absence of a dad and how that influences you. So as a result of that, she grew up in a family with just a sister and a mum and had obviously a very different childhood and became a very different person without that father figure in her life. There were some of them that were a surprise um, I didn't know what the story was going to be. I interviewed Tim Costello, who's the former CEO of Well Vision. His brother was Peter Costello, the treasurer. And his dad had only just recently passed away. So for him, it was a really emotional interview. I made him cry talking. And <laughs> so I wasn't quite up for that. And, and I thought, oh, I don't want to make you cry, but... I hope that maybe when people are reading it, they do have that up and down of emotion when they're reading the stories, because some of them are emotional.
0: And they're very honest.
1: Really honest. Yeah, definitely.
0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Claire Halliday, who has put together a book called Things My Father Taught Me. It follows on from her book last year, Things My Mother Taught Me. Claire, you mentioned that you started this kind of path uh, because you yourself were adopted. How has it affected your the way you look at your mum and dad and your life as an adopted child?
1: Well, um, I grew up, like you say, in an adopted family. I was lucky. I had a really lovely family, so I had a happy childhood. But when I did discover that I was adopted and I discovered accidentally by snooping around in my parents' drawers and finding my adoption certificate when oh, I was dear. about 11, it then takes you on another tack. And, and as happy as my childhood was... I still became aware at that point that there was something else. There was some. I was part of something else, and I really wanted to find it. So for me, um, I then became a really rebellious teenager. Unfortunately, my poor adoptive parents got, <laughs> got a really horrible child for a few years while I was going through a lot of angst. I guess, and um, now I've got you know I've had two dads in my life. They're both since passed away, unfortunately,
0: but I can see what each of them has has brought to me. It's really interesting, particularly you say you have four children. I do. How do you have time to reflect? Well,
1: <laughs> I'm now the mother of an adult, which makes me feel even older because wow. my eldest has just turned 18 and she's in first year uni, so I'm still coming to terms with that whole, how do you parent an adult? And then suddenly I catch myself saying something to her and she goes, Mum, you can't actually tell me to do that anymore because I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I really can't tell you to do that because you're an adult, but my youngest has just turned nine, so... You've still it got is, time. It is busy, and um, motherhood's got a long way to go for me yet. So,
0: mm. yeah, how fascinating! So, even though there were so many different stories and your own experience, you've had, um, as you say, you've had two dads. You've lived in an adopted family. When you were putting all these stories together, was there any common thread that became apparent to you? And um, there's there's definitely a few
1: people in the book who have the absolute utmost respect for their dad enviable like they just adore their father Katrina Roundtree um David Kosh, and Peacock whose father was Andrew Peacock they just talk so glowingly about their dads and and it made me look at my own life and think oh my gosh like I have to step up to be a parent here because <laughs> I'm wondering if my children are going to be this enamored of me you know 20 years from now I'm pretty sure mine won't <laughs> so there was there's a, there was a respect that, that You know, came through in a lot of stories, but there was also, I guess, a lack of respect in some of the stories. I wouldn't say there's a a common thread specifically. There's no, you know, neat lesson like my dad taught me how to change a tire or my dad taught me how to create a good spreadsheet. (laughs) There's a little bit of that, but mostly it's just about, you know, the overall values and the overall philosophy and the overall outlook of life. And for the ones that grew up in a really happy, loving family, they seem to be really settled content people the people that didn't have such a happy upbringing are the ones who've maybe floundered around for a bit and and f- had to find their own way and eventually have come to it none of the people in the book are, are, are victims they're all successful and and content
0: i guess but they've had a different journey would you say then that it was a good father is like a good anchor i think so yeah and i
1: think i mean I'm not going to get all political or whatever, but I guess that's what a lot of people talk about these days with the whole um, single, there's a lot of single mothers more than there were back then. And there's a lot of other issues that um, mean that families are existing now without a father figure. Um, I know lots of people who've grown up in single mother families and they're perfectly fine have a great experience, but I think it does leave a mark. It is something that's lacking in some ways. Not to say all oh, dads are good. Sometimes it's good to see the back of some dads and a child is much better growing up with a happy, loving mum than with a dad who's not happy and loving. But it is something still missing, I think, and it does
0: it does have an impact. Claire, it's a, it's a very interesting book, lots of different stories in it. Thanks for speaking with us today. Thank you for having me. That's Claire Halliday, and her book is called Things My Father Taught Me. It's available at all good bookstores now. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode.